Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. This is your brother Mikhail Ahmed Smith here from Qalam. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, please donate to Qalam by visiting supportqalam.com. We love being able to share this content for free, and your donation ensures that we will always be able to do so. Each podcast we produce has thousands of lis- listeners, so the support you give to this community in this effort brings immense reward. You never know who will benefit from your donation. Assalamu alaikum. اللهم إنا نسألك حبك وحب من يحبك وحب عمل يقربنا إلى حبك يا رب العالمين. Um, as the month of Ramadan gets closer to, we ask Allah, Allahumma balighna Ramadan. Oh Allah, let us reach the blessed month of Ramadan um, and, and get the mercy and blessing of, 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 of fasting that month and see all of the blessings that come with that month. So we ask Allah to help us reach that month, inshallah ta'ala. Okay, so in our last sessions, um, we've been getting closer to the conclusion of this book. Um, and we only have maybe like 30, 40 pages left, if that. Um, and the author in our last session was uh, giving us a little lesson on the fada'il of love and muhabbah. Um, he was reminding us about some of the good aspects of it. If you missed it, Ahmed, you missed out, bro. What can I say? Um, and this class today, um, the author now, he talks about this concept of lezza, or pleasure. Uh, remember, you guys got to remember that the question at hand is a person um, who's stuck in this illicit relationship. Um, they've probably already gone into deep connection with this person that they shouldn't be connected to. And so now he has to talk about all of these aspects of love, infatuation, and leather, including uh, you know pleasure and the joy that one gets from a relationship from a, with another person. So he says, he says at this point, he says, he says, at this point, you've got to understand that there's something very important uh, for an intellectual or intelligent person to know. He says, like complete pleasure, complete pleasure, complete pleasure, happiness, surur, uh, joy. Uh, for the heart to be like the heart to be in a garden like he says and for your soul to be completely elated right he's talking about pure enjoyment he says it, 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 it's a consequence of two things it's a consequence of two things he says number one that the one you love is perfect Kamalul Mahbub, the one you're in love with, perfect. And, and this person or this whatever it is that you love is most deserving of your love. Min kulli masawa over everything else. So the first thing for pleasure is what? He says is that the thing that you love itself has Kamal. Kamal just means it's complete, it's perfect. It has everything that it needs to be more important and more beloved than anything else. والأمر الثاني and number two كمال المحبته and he says the second thing that you need for lezzah to be complete pleasure, enjoyment to be complete is that the love that you have has to be kamal has to be complete and has to be perfect 
You have to give your everything for the one that you love. You got to give everything. And when you give that everything, and he says, You want nothing else but to be close to that beloved one. That's the second thing. So number one, the one that you love is on point. You're like, yo, my man is, what's up? Like, and you're like, nah, yo, she's, she's fine, yo, dying, yo, alhamdulillah, yo. Internal dying, internal dying, right? That's what we look at, right? So you're like, above everything else, my wife, okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you were here. <laughs> uh, above everything. So number one, kamalul mahbub, the one that you love, above everything else, right? Number two, that your love for that one is complete. He says, he says, every person with the intellect knows the enjoyment and pleasure that you get from getting your beloved is in accordance to the strength of your love. Again, he says, every person, every intellectual person knows, intelligent person knows that the amount, the amount of pleasure that is felt by gaining your beloved is in accordance to the amount of love that you have for that thing. He says, as muhabba grows, the pleasure of being with the, the beloved grows too. As the, the love grows, the pleasure grows as well. He's like like the person who's ishtadda dhamuhu, extremely thirsty. How much do they love that water when they get that? Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah, he used to say, Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah ta'ala, he used to say, um, I love to drink ice cold water. It's my, it's my proof. I love to drink ice cold water. Why? Because the alhamdulillah comes from the depths of your heart when it's ice cold. Right? So he says here, as thirst increase, the love that or the, the pleasure that one feels from that drink is increased by that desire. And the one whose hunger is extreme. As their hunger is more than the pleasure they get. You know, Ramadan is right around the corner, man. That one little like bite, man, that one little date is like, tastes like five star. Like it tastes like top, what is just a date? But what is it? It's that kamalul muhabba. Like you, you want it more than anything else. So he says, once you understand this, he says, once we understand this, that leza and pleasure is in accordance to love. How much you love the beloved and how much the beloved is deserving of your love. He says, He says, pleasure is a good thing. This, is, this to me was important because a lot of times religious people get this understanding like leza, pleasure, enjoyment is not something that is like part of the deen. And, and he's saying here, Pleasure is matlub. What does matlub mean? Sought after. Something that is, 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 is good to have. Bel, he says, Bel huwa maqsood kulla hayf. He's like, no, in fact, it's, it's a purpose of life. It's a purpose of life. But, but, he says, ladha, the pleasure itself, by itself, can be matloob. It, it can be something that we seek after. But he said, it will be blameworthy pleasure. Now here's what we got to be careful about. The pleasure will be blameworthy pleasure if, take this note, the pleasure will be blameworthy pleasure if if it is followed by 
a pain that is higher than the pleasure. You feel me? If that pleasure brings a pain that is higher, then this pleasure is madmoon. Madmoon means blameworthy. It's not good. Or, that's one reason why you know. Or, number two, mana'at lazzatan khayr. Or it stops a pleasure that is higher. So two ways you can tell if the pleasure is, is, is harmful. If the pleasure is blameworthy. Number one, what? My son is killing me. Qasim. Yo, Qasim, come here. You gotta take notes, man. Yo, Qasim, come here. <laughs> Just pull him up, man. Pull him up. Stop, stop. Okay, he's not tight. So two things that we know the pleasure is blameworthy. Number one, Ahmed, followed by, followed by a greater. It pulls in a greater, right? That one, that one hookah pull, right? <sighs> Whatever, right? But what comes after that? That cancer gonna hit you. <laughs> not for real, for real, right? It wasn't really worth it. Come on, man. Right? So it followed by a greater pain. But, and now the other thing is, or it stops a greater ledda. The pleasure stops a greater ledda. Right? Now, one of the examples they say for people who watch pornography, it, it ruins the relationship between and the pleasure you'll feel with your spouse. Stops a greater pleasure. Many examples, many examples of a pleasure that stops a greater pleasure. Right? So that's what he's saying. But then he says, he's like, He's like, what if, this is just normally speaking, but what if that pleasure that you were seeking out, remember who he's talking to everyone. This person is in a relationship, they want to get out. So he says, what do you think about a pleasure that brings like the, the, the biggest remorse? Or it takes away the best enjoyment. He's talking about uh, the, like the akhirah in relationship with Allah. What tuhmad? Now he's like pleasure is praiseworthy. When is pleasure pra- 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 praiseworthy? Excuse me. It's, he says what tuhmad ida aanat ala ladha adima daim mustaqir. He's like the pleasure is a good pleasure if it helps to a greater pleasure that is far better or last la- longer lasting. And then he says, and, and it's a pure pleasure. And then he says, what you should realize from that is that the, is that's the leza of the akhirah. That's the leza of the hereafter. That's the leza or the pleasure that comes from the hereafter. And then he, reads, he, he narrates a, a, a verse of the Quran. They prefer this really close thing. Dunya, you guys know what dunya means. What is dunya? What's dunya? It actually just means what's close, right? We normally use it for like this world, right? The dunya. But what it really means is like dunya, like that's what's close to you, right? And so the, the sign of, a, of a, a spiritually mature person is like we said before, they're able to understand delayed gratification and not always want what's right in front of them. They can look at the longer pleasure, what's more beneficial. So he says, dunya." They prefer right what's in front of them. Allah says, but the akhirah is khayr wa abaqa. Akhirah is khayr wa abaqa. He says, listen, 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the creation so that you, this is beautiful. He says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the creation. Allah created the creation for you to taste that eternal pleasure, that eternal bliss. As for what's close, it's cut short. It doesn't last long. And it's not pure either. He's like, the, the pleasure you feel, the lezza of, of this dunya, it's not pure. It always has some dirt mixed in with it in comparison to the akhirah. He's like, when we talk about the akhirah, he says, Allah says about the akhirah, whatever the heart desires. Rasulullah said, Mala ainun ra'at. That which no eye has seen. No ear has ever heard. And you haven't even like thought about what Allah is about to hit you with. Like, you know, put it like this. You have to tasawwar or contemplate, think about the most enjoyable experience. And understand, that's where Jannah begins. Like the thing you can contemplate the most and just understand, that ain't even the tip of the iceberg. You haven't even got. Because Rasul said, what you're going to experience, la khatara ala qalbik. You never even thought about this. You never even thought about it. How could you? How, how, imagine a color you've never seen. Some hadith say you'll see colors you've never seen before. A color I've never seen. Music more beautiful than anything. Right? Like, subhanAllah. Like, amazing, amazing. So he says, this is something to be real. This is something you gotta keep telling, you gotta keep reminding yourself. Because dunya's in your face all the time. Marketers know that if we want you to buy something, we gotta keep bombarding you with that message. They don't just tell you one time, just do it. I saw that since I was like six. It's like us, it's everything. Marketing is over and over, repetition. Same concept you have to apply to your religious uh, state of affairs. You got to keep reminding yourself of that thing so that thing can really become embedded inside of your heart. So he says, um, he says, when you understand this, so what is he saying here? This is, this, is, this is interesting. He said, the purpose that Allah created the dunya, the leza of the dunya was so that you could reach which leza? So that means what he says next, anna dunya mata. He says the dunya is a means by which you use to get to the leza or the pleasure of the akhirah. Do you understand what he's saying here? So he says, Once you understand that all of the pleasure you can feel in this world is supposed to be a means by which you get the pleasure of the hereafter, all of the pleasure you feel in the dunya, that's why it was created. So every single pleasure which helps you towards your pleasure of the akhirah, that's praiseworthy. And every word, other pleasure that's stopping you from that, pulling you away from that main pleasure, that ple uh, pleasure is, is blameworthy. Fahimtum? Now, going forward, he says, Ida He's just building his argument so you can understand this relationship. He says, What is the greatest pleasure of the Akhirah? The greatest pleasure of the Akhirah of Jannah. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that the greatest pleasure of Jannah is what? Just to see Allah. That's the greatest pleasure. That's just to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The hadith say that when, when the people on Yawm al Jummah are called in Jannah to come see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the people will gather, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reveal himself, and the people will forget every pleasure of Jannah looking at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Forget every pleasure of Jannah. You know, you just look sometimes, Isa, you just like. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, they're like, yo, bro, bro, bro. Like, well, yeah, yeah, what's up? Like sometimes that moment of pleasure can make you forget everything else. So Rasul, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rasul Sallallahu tells us that in Jannah, Allah says, come, I got to give you something. Every Jummah, I got to give you something. Because you guys went to Jummah, because you sacrificed. All right, come, I want to show you something. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals himself. And see, the beauty we read before about Allah's revealing, see, the beauty of revealing is that, that when you reveal something from Allah, there's still, more there's still more hidden. So there's still more beauty hidden. So you come back next week and you're like, SubhanAllah. The hadith says, the hadith says they will forget every pleasure. In order, Rasul said, in order for you to enjoy Jannah, he will have to cover himself up. Or else you're not going to enjoy Jannah. Because that higher lezzah is there. So he says, once you realize that the greatest pleasure is to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the hadith says, When they see him, they'll forget all of the pleasure that they had. In one hadith, Imam Nasa'i, um, he says that the Prophet Sallallahu used to make this dua, وَأَسْأَلُكَ لَزَّةَ النَّذَرَ إِلَى وَجْهِكَ Oh Allah, we ask you for the pleasure of looking at your face. For the pleasure of gl gl uh, uh, glancing at you and seeing you. Another narration of Imam Ahmed says this, on Yom Al Qiyamah, it will be as if you never heard Quran. So let me explain this. There's, there's some weak narrations that say on the day of judgment before the people of Jannah enter into Jannah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to them, I have something else I want to give you. They're like, yo, you just you just gave us everything. Like, what else could there be? The hadith narrated by Imam Samarqandi and a few other books, he says that. Um, he says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will call Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and ask Muhammad to read Quran to all the people of Jannah. And they're going to be, it's like, yo, you never heard something like this before. You never heard this beauty before. You ever hear something that just gives you chills? You know what I mean? You're like, I mean, y'all shouldn't be like, I mean, you know what I mean? That's, that's a whole nother level. That's, that's on a whole nother level. Then, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to them, was that beautiful? Did you love that? They will say, we loved it. It was beautiful. They, Allah will say, would you want better? What could be better? Allah will call Jibra'il. Gabriel and say, Gabriel, read the Quran to them. Read the Quran to them, Gabriel. I mean, Ruhul Amin. From him. And the people will be in surur, enjoyment, just listening to that. Allah will say, was it beautiful? Of course it was beautiful. Did you love it? It was amazing. Allah will say, I want to give you something better than that. I'm going to read the Quran to you now. Hearing the Quran from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah. So the Rasul, he says that Marfu and Imam Ahmed narrates this. The hadith doesn't have a lot of strength in the sanad, but nonetheless, it's a beautiful hadith. 
and there's so much beauty we can get from listening to that. When they hear the Quran from Rahman, كَأَنَّهُمْ لَمْ يَسْمَعُوهُ قَبْلِ It'll be like, I never heard it before. It's like the first time I ever heard Quran. طيب. So, what does he say? You know what he says next? Because I got a lot to cover, inshallah. I want to uh, skip over this one part here. He says, listen, you have to understand if the, goal, if the highest lezza, the highest pleasure that you will receive in Jannah is that just seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what you have to understand is the reciprocal or the other side of that in the dunya, the highest pleasure in the dunya is ma'rifah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, having knowledge and close relationship. Ma'rifatuhu. He says, The pleasure you get from knowing Allah. The pleasure you get from knowing Allah. Listen, we talked about love for the last like four or five weeks. And if by now we realize how beautiful love is, the, the, the worldly love, like when you fall in love with someone, right? But now you got to apply that same type of knowledge about love to Allah the Most High. You got to understand the same way I'm head over heels over such and such, that same joy that comes to my heart, but with a higher level, I can have that same type of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he says the, the, the pleasure of knowing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the leza of loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is the highest joy of, of the dunya. And he says, He's like, listen, your soul, your body, and your heart was created for this. That's why it's so enjoyable. Your soul, and I'm going to tell you this again, I think I told y'all like five weeks ago. You know like, yo, the older you get, real talk, yo, the older you get, the more you realize this dunya don't make you happy, man. It don't give you the pleasure you thought it would. And I ain't trying to pop no bubbles or personal bubbles or whatever they say, I don't say it, right? <laughs> trying to like throw shade on life, you know what I mean? But for real, for real, everything ain't cracked up what it seems to be. You know what I mean? For real, for real, everything ain't cracked up what it seems to be. And after a while, you get to this midlife crisis where you like, oh, I tasted the whole dunya and no joy. No joy. And he's telling you right here, you know why? But you know what, though? If you're listening to them wrong lyrics, Seven Rings, then you might be thinking happiness kit. If you got enough money, you could buy it. So for real, for real, if you're listening to the wrong type stuff, this ain't going to make no sense. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And those who don't, alhamdulillah. <laughs> so what he's saying right now, he's like, he's like, Listen, he's like the most, what's tayyib, the most enjoyable thing you can have in dunya, ma'rifatuhu wa muhabbatuhu. Knowledge of Allah and love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa alazza fil jannah, and the most pleasure is going to be in, 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 in jannah, is seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he goes forward, he, he talks about this, I, I don't want to spend too much time because we kind of talked about this before, um, but I kind of wanted to go forward. Okay, so coming back to that point, he's like, there is nothing for the heart that is more pleasurable than that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there's nothing that will cause your heart more stress, cause your heart more pain than being disconnected from Allah. Now you may be saying, well I'm disconnected and I don't feel that pain. Well you're going to have to go back like 15 classes because we talked about that. That sometimes the heart dies and therefore you don't feel the pain no more. You know what I'm saying? Understand once, once the, the area, the skin cells, are, something is dead, the cells are dead, you don't feel, it's, it's dead, it's calloused. So you may not feel that, right? And so we talked about that um, in detail. 
So he says that, subhanAllah. He says, He's like, you won't realize that there's no greater pain. You can't feel it unless you have life inside of you. A dead person can't feel a cut. Y'all feel what I'm saying? Like, okay, you might be saying, yo, bro, I've been cut off from Allah for so long, and I don't feel that pain. Who remembers what he said? It was really profound. You've drowned out the pain. You've drowned it out with other things. You've covered it up. Do you remember that class? Like the pain is there. And once you move those distractions, you sit there and weep and cry. Once you move those distractions out the way, and it's just you and that emptiness, then the tears come. So you've, you've drowned it out with so many things. And I think in life, we actually teach ourselves. That's what she's saying. She's like, well, I, you just don't have enough money yet to buy your happiness. You just mean you, you just want more distractions in your life. Because that's not really getting you happiness. That shopping isn't bringing you happiness. You got major issues you're trying to cover up through that shopping. And then we just downloaded that and for stuff just listening to it. So I'll be very careful. Um, the message is being taught there are just really detrimental to our iman, you know what I mean? So I just wanted to clarify that because sometimes we're thinking like, wait, I'm not feeling that pain and that's because you just distracted yourself too much. So he keeps going. He says, now listen to this. There are three types, write this down. There are three types of pleasure in this world. Three types of pleasure. Number one, the highest, which we've been talking about, the highest. Al-akmaluha, the highest one. Ma It is that pleasure which leads you to the pleasure of the akhirah. And so he says, this is what you get reward for. This is pleasure in this world that Allah rewards you for. So he says, You get reward. This is why the believer Whatever you do for the sake of Allah, your food, your drink, your clothes, your marriage, your intercourse, your anger at certain situations, your, your happiness, all of these type of feelings and pleasures are rewarded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They're hadith. Like someone was like, the hadith the Rasul sallallahu said that, that to have intimacy, to have intimacy with your... Um, to have intimacy with your, with your spouses is a reward. So Sahaba were like, what? Like, that's righteousness? That's religiousness? That's, that's part of the deen? And what he's explaining here is yes, because it's a lezza that leads to a greater lezza. You understand? It's a lezza that... So that's a beautiful concept. When you understand that you know, making my spouse, pleasing my spouse physically can gain me Jannah? Racking up the good deeds, yo. Right, Saad? So was like, <laughs> young men ain't married, my bad. <laughs> I don't know what you all waiting for. <laughs> Sisters be ready, y'all. Just like, oh no, yeah, man. I ain't ready for that. Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> Ajeeb. <laughs> Yo, anyways, let's keep going. So he says, um, Subhanallah. So these are number one category is that leza which leads to a higher, greater leza. And all of those areas right there are leza that lead to that. Um, another one, number two. 
I would put sports in there too, I think. I would put like like physical, you know, sports, playing soccer, all that stuff, less the same way. That enjoyment, there's reward for that, inshallah ta'ala. Whatever is rewarding, the pleasure you get from that, that leads to the less of the akhirah. Number two. Not Fortnite, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Wallahu <laughs> alam. Oh, it's coming actually. It's coming. Second category is a lezza or a pleasure that prevents that prevents the lezza of the akhirah. And it brings a greater alam, uh, pain. Opposite of, of, of pleasure. It brings a greater pain after it. He says, like the leza of those who take deities other than God. He's like like the leza of the one who's uh, in, in de- in, uh, involved in all types of indecencies. Fawahish. All, all those actions of indecencies. Wadbul. The one who gets pleasure out of oppressing people. All of these are considered leza that um, pleasures that tamna'u lezzatul akhirah. Now, does the person actually get pleasure out of it? Yes. He says, yes, don't get it wrong. We're not saying it's not pleasurable. There's still pleasure. But he says, there's a new word I need to teach you. He says, istidraj. This is considered istidraj. Istidraj is a word which means when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows you to keep doing something and you keep going, 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 because of, and he knows where you're going, you go that direction, and where you end in the end, at the end is the punishment of Allah or in a hard situation. You know how, you know how when you, you know how sometimes you get to a point where somebody where you're just like, yeah, keep going. You know what I mean? Like when you you've told them enough times, stop, da da da, and then they keep going. You go, all right, keep going, keep going. Now when you say keep going, that keep going means you keep going. Watch where you're gonna end up at. That's called istidraj. <laughs> What? What happened? Okay. No, so so that's what he's that's called istidraj. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes when we're going astray blesses us with things. You feel me? So sometimes you're getting all this stuff and you're all messed up and you're like, oh I must be good. You're not good. You just walk in slowly, 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 slowly to that edge. So that's called istidraj. You understand? So what he's saying is, yeah, you're getting pleasure. We're not saying this person is not enjoying themselves, but it's leading to a greater uh, uh, punishment or hardship or pain that is is far more um, um, difficult for them to deal with. He says, look at the example he gives. He's like, it's like the one who puts beautiful really delicious looking food in front of you, but the food is poisoned. You gobbling it down, it tastes amazing. Like, yo, what spices you put on this? You're like, yeah, eat up, man, go ahead. You're gonna spice it up good for you. <laughs> After a while, you're like, yo, what's up? You know, so, so but, but while you were eating it, it did taste good though. We're not denying the pleasure felt. See, this is the psychology you have to really convince yourself of when you're stuck in sins, guys. You gotta, Really be like, yo, is it worth it? Bro, is it, you gotta stop it, you gotta be like, yo, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? And most of the time, the pleasure ain't even that good. To be real. Most of the time, the pleasure isn't even that good. 
Now, another thing you should remember at that moment is the reward you get for stopping. Like to stop when the pleasure is right there, Allah loves that. So many hadith. So many hadith about the seven people under the shade of Allah. You know who one of them is? Rajul, young man, Shab, young man. A woman calls him. Beautiful. Status. No one gonna find out. And he says, Inni Allah. Allah says he's under the shade of Allah in Yom Al-Qiyamah. Because it's, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. Okay, so that's something we have to really learn through this book is to kind of understand, uh, to see the outcome of things. Think long term. Think long term. Huh? What did I say? There's a hadith that says there will be seven people under the shade of Allah's throne, Yom Al-Qiyamah. And one of them, one of them, is, a, is what I just explained. Okay. Okay, third category. We did two categories, right? Okay. Third category of pleasure. Lezza la ta'qibu lezza fi dar al-qarar wa la alam. He says, it's a lezzah that don't bring no pain, but it doesn't bring no greater lezzah, Fortnite. <laughs> he says, This lezzah's eye, it's allowed. Anybody saying you can't? You know what I mean? He says, it don't help you on lezzah till akhirah. There's no like reward for that. But there's no sin. He's like, make sure you keep the time in this one real short. Like, like yasir. Like, here he's trying to say, don't, don't spend time in this one. Try your best. Don't, don't let yourself get so caught up in this one. You got to busy yourself with a lezza that's going to bring you a greater lezza. So he says, Rasul Sallallahu he said about this, this is a beautiful hadith. He says, Kullu lahu. We're talking about the third category, right? Kullu lahu. Every lahu. What is lahu? Like a game. Literally, like Fortnite. Like a game. Lahu wa lahu. Every lahu thing you play around with or joke around with. Except three things. Every, like, just type enjoyment or pastime or distraction. Every pastime is, is bottom, is not good. Except for three things. Number one, archery. Archery. Right? There's some benefit in it. You know, I mean, just someone roll up, you're like, yo, what's up? <laughs> but you may just be pulling, right? So, like, to me, that's the range. Seriously, to me, that's the range, right? Yo, we in Texas, you can say that, yo. What's that deep fallacy? Training your horse. Maybe your car, I don't know. See, y'all don't go too far with that car, joy. But it says, Tadib Faras. No, not. Why not? You're training the horse. Okay, my better half says it doesn't fit. I look at it as this: the the horse is what you're going to use as your transportation. So you're training the horse. But wallahu alam. 
and it trains you like through training the horse, like the therapy they do to people through uh, teaching horses and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Well, yeah. Alright, next one, number three. Number three. Number three. I stand corrected, yo. Y'all gotta know when to just be like, never mind. We'll have another halakha on that, yo. Wamula'abatahu imra'atahu. And to play with your wife. Play with your 